T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from Philadelphia. The game and the series and the results are not good. Wow. Offense, where are you at today? Yeah, you went up against a tough customer, but man, uh, you put up a little bit of a fight there late again, but you come up short to zip the final. Welcome, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. In Union Grove, Tim Allen and Evan Heffelfinger as the um, Brewers fall for the fifth consecutive game and now a, um, a five-game losing streak and a 17-15 and 15 mark. Man, you were in the driver's seat at 17-10. and 10. And, and where's the cause? Well, you're starting pitching, let up a little bit. I will say that. Not today. I mean, Woody was outstanding today. But your starters did let up a little bit. Now, let's keep in mind your starters were Bettinger and Eric Lauer in two of these five uh, losses. So, I mean, you, you do have that to fall back on a little bit. But where, oh, where is that offense that we were hoping for? And Yelich and Omar Narvaez, the key elements out of this lineup. But noticed a little bit of a trend. I'm going to go back and, and I'm going to try and find uh, maybe a little bit of a pattern, and and I'm not sure why. Boy, Craig Council sticks to his guns, doesn't he? He sticks to his scheduled days off no matter what. No matter what's going on with the team, no matter what's going on with a player, if it's a scheduled day off and that's the way they've got it patterned out, he sticks to it. And, and what, what I'm referring to here is... I'm just thinking about why Avi Garcia is not in this game today. He did pinch hit, had a base hit. He's seven for 11 in this four game series, four for four yesterday, three RBIs for those efforts. He gets the day off today. When you have an offense that is struggling to get out in front of a team. I recall not that long ago. Do you remember this? Tyrone Taylor had a three for four game. I think he might have been a, uh, what, a double shy of the cycle, triple shy of the cycle, single double homer, knocked in three RBIs. 
What happened the next day? He got the day off. This past Sunday, Jacob Nottingham, two home runs hit. What happened the next day, Monday? He earned his day off. Lorenzo Cain, activated from the IL, has had all the time in the world to get ready to play baseball. Activated, plays a game off, plays a game off today. When you're in a situation where you need a victory to snap a losing streak, both Lorenzo Cain and Avi Garcia ended up with base hits in that ninth inning off the bench. Just, just puzzling. So I will go back and I'll take a look at some of the uh, off days and, and how they shook out for a guy that has had a big game. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Travis Shaw maybe get game two off of the season after a, a walk-off hit or a walk-off win uh, on opening day? I mean, these are just coming to mind. I thought about this during the game today. Where, where can you press to get a little extra offense? Because that's where this thing is headed south. And it is offensively headed in the way wrong direction. Like beating a, beating a dead horse here. Not, again, despite the offensive struggles, as frustrated as I, I can get and can be, I would say that um, I'm still sort of maintaining. Not going to freak out too much yet because this is getting frustrating. And I would say another three weeks of an inept offense. And then again, are they put in situations to succeed? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. That, that we can debate uh, without a problem. But in today's game, you want to react to today's game, 414-799-1250. And I'll tell you, uh, we're going to figure out today in the next uh, hour plus before Rami jumps back in here, is the, is the landscape different in Milwaukee these days than it has been? Have they sold you on a highly competitive organization? We'll get to that in just a second here, so stick around for that. But the Brewers, they fall today to zip, and they get swept in a four-game set in Philadelphia and now a five-game losing streak. Uh, Brewers' first inning, they go in order. Uh, ground out, fly out, ground out. Um, man, they head into the bottom of the first. And Brandon Woodruff, wow. Did uh, raise your hand if you were uh, a little bit nervous about counsel and a trainer headed out to talk to Brandon Woodruff. I just shook my head and went, "No way is this happening. This cannot be happening." Uh, Woody, a four-pitch walk uh, to lead off the, that bottom of the first inning. Followed up by a five-pitch walk. What's going on? It was seven straight balls thrown by Brandon Woodruff in this. After a visit uh, from counsel and the trainer, everything seemed to be okay. He comes back with a strikeout, strikeout, flyout, and gets out of that frame to end that mess again in the first inning in this series. Brewers, boy, they they weren't uh, planting good seeds there in the first inning uh, against Philadelphia. Brewers in order in the second inning. Shaw with a nice shot, but into the shift. Bradley Jr., a strikeout. Urias, a strikeout. Luis Urias, you, you want to start uh, observing where you can uh, probably see a little light at the end of the tunnel for a young uh, Milwaukee Brewers shortstop. Start taking a notice to his at-bats. His at-bats are, are becoming big time. They really are. 
he doesn't necessarily have the big-time results. He is putting together great approaches at the plate, but he does strike out uh, in that second inning as uh, it's uh, no score. Into the bottom of the second inning, Woody definitely settled in by then. Scoreless second inning, strikeout, strikeout. Gave up a, a base hit there with two outs, but then struck out the next guy. Five strikeouts through the two innings for Woody. Brewers a chance, leadoff double by McKinney in that third inning, but kind of a strange play by Luke Maley. A little humpback liner. Hoskins snared off the turf, and you know, it was a catch. McKinney way off second base and doubled up right there. Woody struck out to end the inning. No score, bottom three. Woody really settled in. One, two, three in that third inning. Two more punch outs. Seven strikeouts through the three innings into the fourth. Brewers quiet offensively. What else is new? Wong attempted a bunt. Good try. Ground outs to Vogelback and Taylor into the bottom of the fourth. Uh, Woodruff, Woody, and Wheeler. Officially a pitcher's duel. Woody, one, two, three in the bottom of the fourth inning. One more strikeout. Uh, eight on the day. Gets to the mid-game point. Who's going to blink? Woody and Wheeler, fifth inning. Wheeler doing his Woody impersonation. One, two, three. Strikeout in that fifth inning. Foul out by Shaw. Strikeout by Jackie Bradley Jr. What else is new? Uh, Urias, a uh, fly on the infield. He didn't blink. Bottom of the fifth inning. Woodruff, can he go toe-to-toe? Scoreless, he did. A couple uh, more strikeouts. Ten. That included an 11-pitch battle with Maton. No score in the sixth inning. Wheeler, one, two, three in that sixth inning. A pair of punch outs. He's got seven to Woody's ten. Woodruff back out in the bottom of the sixth inning. In order, one, two, three, go the Phillies. Another strikeout. He's got 11 on the day to that point. A question to that uh, part of the game. With a pitch count of 90, was Council going to throw him out there for the seventh inning? Uh, Just one hit, two walks, and those 11 strikeouts into the seventh inning, a scoreless tie. One, two, three in the seventh inning. Strikeout, eight for Wheeler, just one hit, no walks for the Brewers' offense. It was the McKinney uh, double in that third inning, and through his seven innings, just nothing uh, for Wheeler. Uh, Woodruff back out there, bottom of the seventh inning in the – well, um, they finally get to uh, Woodruff after one out. Alec Baum hits him for a solo shot on a 2-2 fastball, and it's one zip at that point. And it stays that way through seven innings as uh, Woody gets the next man out. Uh, that home run was hit with one out. So Woody's final line, six and two-thirds of one-run baseball on just two hits, two walks, and 11 punch-outs. What a performance from Brandon Woodruff. Is he elite yet? Wow. Perdomo comes in, gets the lefty out. Maton Brewers down one, one zip into the eighth inning. One, two, three, offense in the eighth inning to the bottom of the eighth. Perdomo coming back out. And Perdomo into some two-out trouble after two outs. Yeah, it was a base hit, then a four-pitch walk. Then Hoskins gets him for an RBI double. Two on, two out, one in. It's two zip at that point, and he gets a strikeout to end the frame. Brewers cooking in the ninth inning. 
It's been like that the whole series. They've been battling back, seventh, eighth, ninth innings, uh, a lot of traffic in this series. You're looking for the one big hit. And it's crazy. Um, you guys follow other other baseball. You see three-run home runs. You see dramatic grand slams. You see base, bases clearing doubles. You just don't with this team. They get the uh, table set. With one out, uh, Lorenzo Cain, pinch hit, base hit. Avi Garcia, pinch hit, base hit. And then it brought up uh, Colton Wong, two on, one out. Wong pops it up, uh, shallow left, and um, that brings up Vogelbach, and, and he pops up and fouls out, and there's your final. Two zip as the Brewers lose their fifth consecutive game. Are you concerned with this at all? Or are you still in the camp where it's a little bit early on this? Well, let's not go too far. It's just a little bit early. Uh, 414-799-1250. I, um, I, I may have a, a little bit of an issue, as I said, with off days here. And I know they want to schedule these things out. But you're going to tell me that Avi Garcia was scheduled to have Thursday, May 6th off. When, when was that determined, that it was Thursday, May 6th? Was it determined after his four-hit night last night? When did Nottingham, when, did he, when was he scheduled to have his day off? Oh, that's right, after he hit two home runs. Now keep in mind, these arguments are just based on the lack of offense, based on the need to get on a little bit of a run, based on the need to get a big hit when you need it with traffic. So Tyrone Taylor, a week and a half or two ago, yeah, goes three for four, knocks in three, hits a home run, but he was scheduled. You're going to tell me he was scheduled for the next day off. Yeah, I, I'm just sort of throwing my hands up saying, well, you can't change your schedule. After all, hell, you made the schedule, Craig Council. At 17 and 15, after losing five consecutive games, tough to stay sane here. But, you know, I'm going to try and do the, the, the best job that I can. 414-799-1250. They fall today just two games over 500. they have fallen out of first place in the last uh, 48 hours. And just want to know from your perspective, if there's anything they can do offensively to get cooking. Now, my advice, for what it's worth, would be Taylor, Kane, and Garcia. No McKinney. No Jackie Bradley Jr., there's your outfield. That gives you the best chance right now. Tyrone Taylor, Lorenzo Cain, and Avi Garcia. Does that make sense? That at least gives you the best chance for offense right now. Vogelback, Wong, Urias, Shaw, and Nottingham. Love affair with Luke Maley? That may be all defense, but they need offense right now. Jacob Nottingham has a uh, pretty ex- extensive uh, resume here catching some of these guys in the past few years. So you do have recognition going on there as well. That's all you can do right now. What else can you do? Oh, that's right. You can start Pablo Reyes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, Billy McKinney, who's just really trying to find himself. Forgot about that, what he did uh, you know, a month ago. 799-1250, we'll uh, take our break. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Cannot be pleased. I mean, again, I know it's Zach Wheeler and he's on his game and the whole deal, and that's what we're probably going to hear. That doesn't make me feel any better. Maybe it's a, 
maybe slightly better. Wheeler's a, t- a tough guy. He's a, he's a tough customer, but so is Woody. And you got to get to these guys, scrape across a run or two. I don't know if you caught last night's show, uh, but I was uh, sort of debating the fact that Council once in a while these days needs to play for a run. That means a little small ball. We'll get to Craig Council coming up. We'll get to Brandon Woodruff coming up. And Travis Shaw made some comments that I don't know if you guys caught this. I want to replay those for you. I really want to know if you agree with this, what Travis Shaw said a week ago Saturday. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Two-zip, Brewers get shut out. They get swept. It's a five-game losing streak. We'll be back on 1250 AM The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On The Fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan. A two-zip loss, and Wheeler was dealing. So was Brandon Woodruff, and you get a pitcher's duel like this, someone's got to come out on the bottom end of this thing, and that was Woody and the crew as uh, they fall for the fifth consecutive game. And your thoughts at 414-799-1250. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. I, uh, I, I just I don't think there's too many things the team can do uh, in terms of wholesale differences with the offense. If you, if you disagree with that, that, that's cool. But in the grand scheme of things, can you help it out a little bit? Yes, I believe, uh, I believe that. Like last night's situation. I, I clearly spelled it out last night. And, and the more I just brooded over that this morning, the more I'm, I'm pretty amazed that the Craig Council did not bunt yesterday. And I should be in a pattern of acceptance of Council not playing a little uh, small ball. I'm not asking him to change his philosophy. I'm asking him the given situation with the injuries and the lack of offense to just do it once in a while if the situation is right. And I don't know how much more right it could have been last night. Let me spell it out to you. Eighth inning, down one. Devin Williams, this is a key point here. Devin Williams, Josh Hader, fresh in the pen. In theory, they could have gone nine outs. It's eighth inning. If you do get it tied, you have your offense then potentially has the eighth, ninth, and tenth inning of shutout baseball for your offense to score one more run. Go for the home run then. That's fine. But you're one run down with six outs to play. An offense that just has not been getting it done. Lead-off double in that eighth inning. Bottom of your order. Good speed at uh, second base in Avi Garcia. Bottom of your order, which consisted of Billy McKinney, Pablo Reyes, and Luke Maley. If there's ever a time for Council to go against his own grain and just shoot for one run, that would have been it last night. I don't know what better situation you would have been in. McKinney, Reyes, and Maley were on their way up. In fact, you could make another argument that those are the types of players that thrive on small ball, that know they're going to have to do those little things to stay on a big league roster. (laughs) Those guys are better at it than Travis Shaw 
and uh, and some of these other guys, Daniel Vogelback. But once in a while to play for a run, I don't think it's such a bad idea, guys, given given the geography that's been set forth by this offense. 799-1250. Today, what are you going to do? You ran into the buzzsaw. So did they to a degree. Now, I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about in general. When I get your reaction on the game, your reaction on the offense. And that's where we're at here. Now, the starting pitching in the series did let up just a tick. They did. And in this five-game losing streak, keep that in mind. Eric Lauer and Alec Bettinger. So just keep that in mind. It's, it's not their, their, their five you know, top guns, if you will. 414-799-1250. Nate, what's on your mind? You're on the fan. What's good, Tim? Um, yeah, um, like I was telling uh, the producers, I think uh, they're starting to come back down to earth. We're starting to really see the effects of all these injuries that we have right now, especially the Christian Yellich injury. Um, but another thing is, you said it right on the air, what's up with Craig Council giving these days off after having good games? It's like we're punishing the guys for having good games. Avi Garcia goes out last night, goes 4-4. Four, four. You punish him by putting him on the bench. Like, we need to be juicing all the we need to be juicing all the offense out of all these guys right now. If you're hitting, you're in the lineup. If you're not, you're in the bench. I don't care if it's if it's the best guy on your, on your team or the worst guy on your team. If the worst guy is giving you the best offense, he needs to be in the lineup. It's um, funny, Nate, how it's funny how you know, guys that are struggling, they get the opportunity to hit their way out, but the guys that are hitting, they get the opportunity for a day off at times. Yeah, no, and it's and it's I you would think at the at the end of a four-game losing streak, you would want the best um the yep. best guys in there. And also about the small ball thing. I thought they should have went uh, small ball. Um, what was that? Uh, Tuesday when Colton Long started uh, started off the top of the ninth with a, with a uh, mm-hmm. double. And you got Luis Arias up there swinging for the fences in a one-run game when you got when you got the when you have your bullpen rested because they haven't pitched in 3 days because first <laughs> yep, of all you yep. get blown out by the Dodgers and then the uh the next couple of days you don't you you're not in the position for them to pitch it's not a save opportunity or nothing like that so they were well rested i mean yep i just some something sometimes i can say yeah Craig that's a great move and sometimes i just think you gotta, you gotta get out the ways that you are used to, and go back to a little bit of the, go back to a little bit of how the Brewers used to do it. It was, it was no. never, it was never like. <clears throat> some of the times, the Brewers would just drop down a bun and, and try to call on mm-hmm. Gomez type, try just get on base type thing. You know what I mean? Well, Colton so, tried it today. Colton Wong did did try to bunt for a base hit. Nate, sounds like you're on it. Thanks for the call. As a matter of fact, Craig Council. Earlier today, pregame, mentions it's becoming increasingly difficult to hit in Major League Baseball this year. It's the same conversation I had last night. 100% identical conversation I had last night on the postgame show. Pitchers are getting better. They are. And it's becoming increasingly difficult, you know, to, to hit these days. Okay, that being said, he said, you know, people don't understand that a lot of luck goes into a ball in play. 
and get a ball in play. More luck goes into the game of baseball than, than people think, is what he said today. But you have to put the ball in play to get the luck. <laughs> we need to go back. Here's, here's the deal. We need to go back to absolutely, in, in, in our souls, hating the strikeout. That's where we need to go back to. Despise and be disgusted by strikeouts. That's where we need to go back to, and you'll see a better offense. I'll promise you, if you hate the strikeout with all your baseball fiber, your offense will improve. Promise you, 100%, it's a guarantee your offense will improve. Just merely hating the strikeout. Because if you hate something, you'll limit it. There's some smart people down there. They'll limit what they hate. Uh, let's see here. 799-1250. Uh, let's go to Jim. Jim, you're next on the fan. Hello there, Jim. Hi, Kim. Uh, I am so frustrated. Is Council trying to lose? Gar- <laughs> no, Garcia- no Garcia I'll promise you he's not. Garcia has four hits last night. He's finally coming out of it. Yes, sir. He doesn't play today. No Kane today. Vogelbach is helpless. Hold on one second here, Jim. Evan, um, I know you have your hands full, uh, but... Uh, Jim, I'll let you continue in a second here. Just kind of cruise through box scores a little bit. Just do a cursory. I'll do a deeper dive tonight. But just kind of cruise through a few box scores and check out on bigger games for the Brewers' offensive individuals if if and when they, they receive days off the following day. Just kind of cursory to see if you observe anything. There's four four situations, Jim, that come to mind to me. I believe it was opening day with Shaw. There was a Tyrone Taylor, three for four the next day he was off. Jacob Nottingham with two homers the next day he was off. Avi Garcia, as you just pointed out, Jim, four hits last night, three knocked in. His batting average is actually acceptable coming into today at 260, and he gets the day off today. So continue, Jim. Sorry about that. I mean, and you talk about the strikeouts. I'm waiting for Vegas to set a over and under for a number of brewers that strike out each game. I'd bet the over every time. They don't even put <laughs> the ball in play. Yeah, you got to get the ball in play. Your offense will improve if you do that. Molly can't hit. He's, he's helpless. Nottingham will hit a couple home runs, and then they'll strike out, and it's he struck out, I think, three times, four times on Monday night. But, I mean, you got to play the guys that are hitting. And Kane's had a whole year off. Why does he need off dates? Agree, Jim. Off- thanks, thanks for the call. I agree with you. So, so the philosophy is different now. Let's keep this in mind. Philosophy is different with Christian Yelich. And it probably should be. It's not a landslide difference. But there's a difference between the injury philosophy on Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain. Because that's what their actions are, are saying to us right now as we speak. Christian Yelich, they said, we, we want to invest the time in the IL to figure this thing out so he can play every day. Three times a week, that doesn't cut it. We're not going to get, we're not going to get the full potential out of Christian Yelich if he doesn't play you know, six times a week, six or seven times a week. But it's okay for Lorenzo Cain to play three times a week. Just pointing out an observation. 
Just pointing that out. Activated from the IL. Jim, and you're right, he's, he's had quite a bit of time. Uh, and he's um, playing in the first game, sitting the second. Playing in the third, sitting in the fourth. So you got, got a nice little song and dance going here. But it, doesn't that equate to three, four times a week? Isn't he pretty valuable? I don't think as valuable, but pretty damn valuable. 414-799-1250. Let's get in uh, Todd here. Todd, you're on the fan. What's up? Howdy, Timmy. Boy, uh, <laughs> going to be real sarcastic here. First question he asks is, uh, why don't we, you know, we, the big plays, the grand slams, and whatever else. We see them every night, but unfortunately it's against our team. I yeah, it's watching good. MLB t- uh, Network's highlights at night. It is, but it's against our guys. It's disgusting. It's like, I, I don't know what, oh boy, you know. They're hurt, Todd, and I understand that. You got on, I know you understand that too. They're hurt. Just the mere fact that Omar and Yelich are out of this lineup and the dismissal of Keston Hira, those three right. factors are huge in this impact of offense. But what right. do you do? What, what can you possibly do to help this offense out? I don't, you know, I, I've been thinking about it. And, you know, if we look back at, uh, we've been talking for quite a while. It's like, boy, we've complained about this situation for a long time with the hot bats. And I don't want to sound like a broken record uh, next to all the other callers, but it's almost like a neglect. It's, it's been neglected by council for absolute years. It really has. And when, uh, I'll make just a couple points. When uh, uh, they came out for Woody in the first uh, inning, I thought UCL. I thought, oh my God, what what else go wrong? That would be that would be just the icing on the cake. I was mortified. I was just just I was gonna throw up. I'm like, oh my God! I look at my wife. I'm like, what? And uh, you know what? And uh, he had a hard time locating his pitches. And um, you know, I, I I was just I was mortified too when they didn't tell him. Uh, after the sixth inning, he pitched wonderful. He had 90 plus pitches. Why go any more? You know, we got Fire Eisen, Williams, and here. We got the big three out there, and they show picture of these guys. They're all doing in, in, in the, uh, 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 with all the relievers. I looked at my wife. I said, Why don't you bring them a bucket of chicken? They got nothing else to do. Chicken and pitches. Sorry about that. They haven't pitched in, in three, four days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you can't get to them. You can't get to, to, to the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth with a lead these days. No, and not one other quick point to me, thanks for taking me on, is uh, I think maybe Wong should go down to clean up. Start clean at, uh, at the first hole and work the way down. And uh, he's been pretty high bat. Maybe he can knock some guys in. I don't know what else you do. Yeah, and, and it's tough. It's challenging, Todd. Thanks for the call. I don't know if there's too much you can do in terms of wholesale, but I, I definitely believe you can help it out a little bit. I do. I I, th- I think you can. I think there's more strategic kind of uh, elements, and it might be you know splitting hairs a little bit, but there's little things that you can do uh, to help this thing out. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Again, the Brewers fall today to zip the final. Let me let me have you digest something before uh, before I go to break here. Uh, there's going to be better days, first of all. I mean, they're 17 and 15. Uh, we, we knew the starting pitching would come back down a little bit. We knew that, right? But we just, I thought that the offensive uh, you know, productivity would, would kind of increase at that same time. So it would kind of level off a little bit and you'd maintain. Hey, if this is the bottom out kind of area, two games above 500, it's kind of where you want to be, guys. So if you look at it that way, 
that doesn't discount or give you, uh, anyone permission to accept a bad offense. The bad offense is bad offense. That's a separate topic. But in terms of the team, if you bottom out two games over 500, okay, when you get a little warmer, well, then what happens? You're going to be four, five, six, seven games over. So it's, oh, it's okay. But have they bottomed out? They need to turn this thing around. They're headed to Miami for a three-game set. Okay, speaking of turning things around, it started with Doug Melvin. I truly believe that, this organization. Travis Shaw made some comments on uh, Saturday night after the victory over L.A. And I don't know if you guys uh, necessarily caught it. We'll play the expanded version here, Evan. Uh, this is about 45 seconds worth of audio. Listen how he nutshelled this organization. And I want to know if you agree with this. Check this out. I think it says a lot about our, our character and the, the culture that's kind of been established here. I know when I got over here, it was supposed to start a rebuild or they were still in a rebuild in 17 and from 17 to now, I mean, I, th I think a lot of guys, we learned how to win. Um, there's a lot of guys still here from when I was here in 18 and 19 and uh, guys just learn how to win um, and they expect to win. You come into spring training, it's you're expecting to win the division, compete for the division and compete for world series. And, and we've kind of established that culture over the last three years that, no matter who's in there, uh, guys are going to be prepared. Guys are going to give their best. And, um, I mean, we're really being tested right here in April. But so far, I mean, we've, we've come through better than I think anybody could expect. Learning how to win, expecting to win, expecting to win the division, compete for the division, and compete for a World Series. That's the way Travis Shaw sees it for the Milwaukee Brewers organization as a whole. Have they turned the corner to that mark? That's a high mark. That's a high bar. Considering, and, and you hate to say this, but considering where we came from, considering a 26-year playoff drought, 26 years to this, and I will play the, the, the short and um, meat or money line here from Travis Shaw. You go 26 years without even making the playoffs, let alone a World Series, and you, you break that string, then you dip down a little bit, then you come back, then you, Stearns comes in, and then now this whole thing is turned around to this, according to Travis Shaw. Guys just learn how to win, um, and they expect to win. You come into spring training, it's you're expecting to win the division, compete for the division, and compete for World Series, and, and we've kind of established that culture over the last three years that no matter who's in there, guys are going to be prepared. Do you buy that too? Because I think it's plain as day. I don't think they care what the names are. They've established the, the culture here. I couldn't agree with Travis Shaw more. But again, is that, do I only feel that way because of the ineptitude of this organization in terms of high-end success for so many years? Is it, it's funny, it's relative to us Brewers fans, right? Do we think three consecutive seasons of, of hit, hitting the postseason is this new culture because it was so bad before? Is that elevated to higher standards just simply because the lowers were so so low? If that makes sense. I think it does. 414-799-1250. We will hear from Craig Council. Billy McKinney. We're going to get a couple of – I don't know if we'll have time to get to Billy McKinney. 
He had the one hit uh, for the Brewers through the eight innings. Uh, and that was a um, leadoff double in the third inning. He was doubled off. Off the bat of Luke Maley. Uh, while Jacob Nottingham still uh, is, uh, is, is looking to hit the baseball out of the park. But uh, uh, all that and a lot more. You can respond on any of the above conversations that we've had. Two zip. The Brewers fall in game four. They get swept in Philadelphia. They've lost now five consecutive games. 17 and 15 is their mark. A lot to talk about today. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen on 1250 AM, The Fan, an Odyssey station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Two zip the final. Rami is back in a little while. He will get back in, I'm sure, to the Aaron Rodgers conversation. You know, I miss that. I do. Uh, the Brewers fall today, and then there's a mess in Green Bay. It appears. I'm not sure. You know, from a distance, I'm not sure what to believe anymore and we're supposed to uh believe all these reports quote reports and i don't know i don't know. I'm, I'm confused by all of that but I, I i do miss that uh discussing that maybe there'll be another opportunity uh for me to get into that with you guys i, I will defend aaron Rodgers all the way here i will say that uh 414-799-1250 brewers get swept in a four-game set in philadelphia and it doesn't get much easier as they're headed down to a pesky little Marlins team down in Miami for a three-game set over the weekend before the off day. And that'll conclude on Sunday, a 17-game uh, run in 17 days. A uh, much-needed much day off. They can kind of realign things a little bit, get their pitching back in order. Is Lindblom going to be available to start? Is it going to be Lauer again? Is Brett Anderson going to come off? Uh, let alone the offense. And, and really, that's what I think everyone is focusing on is, is the particular offense that uh, is going on here now through, what, five weeks, uh, 32 games of, of the uh, championship season here. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get in. Uh, Marshall. Marshall, you're on the fan. What's happening? Well, good, good afternoon, Tim. Uh, you know, luckily I had errands to run when things got bad, So, but I – I felt kind of just my view on this game and what I saw early. I felt uh, a, pit, a deep pit in my stomach when it was nothing, nothing in the middle of the game. I'm saying, Woody's pitching terrific for us. Give credit to Wheeler, yes. Mm-hmm. But you can only give credit only so far. Eventually, I'm thinking to myself, we can't score any runs here. And here we here we go again. So uh, where do I start? I'm with you on hating the strikeout. I mean, my gosh, I'm around your age. We were taught when we played baseball. I played some organized baseball in high school, was on the behind the scenes on some other baseball, even Babe Ruth League but before I entered UNC and everything. And we were taught to hate the strikeout. I mean, our, our managers, the people that trained us, told us, don't strike out. Whatever you do, don't strike how out. We, Marshall, how did we get to the point where the most unproductive thing you could do in the game of baseball was accepted or is accepted. 
I hear you on that one point. It's been way too accepted around baseball. This has been going on easily for 10 years. I mean, I was joking with my brother the other day. You think Butch Weiniger hated 253. You think he hated it not only in the in the zeros, but when he played in the 80s and 90s. He'd be he'd be he'd be ready to jump off a building right now <laughs> yep, at some of the yep. stuff. It's not just the Brewers; it's going on around baseball right now. And uh, I do totally agree. And I've been screaming one thing. I've been struggling with Craig on all these years. Uh, he's generally done well, and I like him very much. I want him to succeed. But you got to play some small ball, and you think you've seen small ball with the Cardinals and Larusa back in the day. Wait till you get down into uh, South Beach uh, this weekend. They yeah. put a small yep. ball clinic on us here in Milwaukee. We were lucky to win one game in that series, and uh, we're going to see a lot of it this weekend. And uh, I, I, I think we've got to do it, especially given the injuries right now, and given that I'm concerned about Yelich just for the whole season. You know, I've been around sports long enough, as have you, that when you get back trouble going, my friend, uh, the, the the biggest nightmares are back trouble and knee trouble. And you cannot, and it's true beyond baseball, You you, you your athletic production is going to be severely restricted with uh, back and knee trouble. So I think we have to play a little small ball in situations, as you say, because as, as even the counselor has proven, you can only rely on the long ball and the big hits so much. You, you, you know, God well, bless you. have you to have the personnel for that. You, but you can't. You can't. It can't be your whole staple. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, thanks for the call, Mar. So you you can't rely on the long ball just because it's a trait in baseball that's that's hot or in vogue right now. If you don't have the personnel to do that. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to do his Gorman Thomas routine? I don't think so. Billy McKinney, a reclamation project, along with Travis Shaw, these these guys are going to be this, you know, launch, uh, lean back and launch guys? No. Speaking of Travis Shaw, let's let's play uh, the shorter version before we get to council. This is pretty I, – I just – it, it raised my eyebrows a, a week ago when Travis said these sorts of things. And it's about time someone said it because this organization is, despite what's going on now, there's going to be a roller coaster ride in every season. But, you know, this, this, this organization is turned around under Stearns, Arnold, and company, and Adonacio with the pocketbook. But, it is turned around to this, and Travis Shaw finally said it. Guys just learn how to win, um, and they expect to win. You come into spring training, it's you're expecting to win the division, compete for the division, and compete for World Series, and, and we've kind of established that culture over the last three years that no matter who's in there, guys are going to be prepared. It's not going to change. I, d- I don't think it's changing anytime soon. It's, it's th- those words right there should be music to Brewers fans' ears. A symphony to Brewers fans, played by Travis Shaw right there. And it's it's bearing out, despite all the obstacles that's in front of this organization. And you guys know what those are? Money being of which is, is one, uh, and the main one. But man, it, it's just it, where we've come from to hear things like that and to see the success thus far. 
in this in this regime under under Stearns and Council and Company. That's cool. It really is. The future does look bright, despite what's going on now with this offense and and all the injuries. The injuries just clearly it's the year of the injury, and and I, you know, I the offense can't get any worse. I keep saying that, and it it just doesn't perform. Um, but the injuries won't get worse either. The injuries are only going to heal up. So better times uh, in the short term, and certainly. The future looks bright for this, according to uh, myself and what Travis Shaw is, is referring to right there. Craig Council, after the Brewers get shut out today, just three hits, and they come up with no runs. Wheeler tough today, and, and I'm sure he's going to uh, give all sorts of love to uh, Zach Wheeler. But how about Woody as well? And he deserved, I keep saying this as well, starting pitching uh, most of the time this year deserved a better fate. But here's Counts after the Brewers lost. Craig, uh... We've seen a lot of good pitchers duels this season already, but I'm not sure we've seen two guys show up with any better stuff than that. Do you agree? Uh, both pitchers were great for sure. Um, I don't know what he, what he was, he's got to find it for the first about eight pitches. And then he was, he was brilliant really. Um, and Wheeler had it kind of going from, from the start. So it ended up being a great pitchers duel. And, um, you know, they, they took one good swing, and that really that was the difference. Craig, did it feel like another kind of deja vu day where you put pressure in the ninth and, and kind of one hit away? Um, felt like these were – did it, these feel like four similar kinds of endings? Well, yeah, it was. I mean, we – you know, with the ninth inning, we, we didn't do much offensively today. Um put together a good ninth inning again, um, but, but a hit short. So I mean, the, the ninth innings were similar every day. That's for sure. Um, but we get, we got, you know, the guy pitched a good game. Um, and, and so we didn't, we didn't create any chances really until the ninth inning. From your perspective, Craig, what, what made Wheeler so good? Well, I mean, you know, that's 97 on pitch 117, you know, so, I mean, it's, and that's the whole game. It's, it never lets up. Um, the slider's 92 when it's just sweeping across the zone on our lefties that, you know, even it didn't, didn't give us a chance. We didn't put the barrel on the slider at all. Cause the, you know, I think Billy might've been that last uh, swing in the ninth, but um and then the sinker, and then he just ran the fastball in on the right-handers really well. Um, so, you know that's that's good pitching. It's high velocity and it's it's keeping that velocity the whole game. Craig, what's uh, the plan tomorrow for pitching wise? Uh, Brent Suter will start. Craig, uh, I think that was the first time Woody pitched on normal rest this year. Uh, you know, you had all those off days in April that let you do that. Um, I mean, he was just so strong, wasn't he? He never – he was throwing us really hard at the end, too. Even on that home run pitch, I think it was 96 or 7. Um, he didn't look like it yeah. one no, there was – I mean, the, you know, there, he wasn't slowing down uh, the, in my eyes at all. Um, very, very comfortable sending him out there for the seventh. No, you know, no hesitation. So, um you know, it, I don't. He did. He got off. He just got off to a little bit of a, 
a rocky start with the first just till he got in sync. But then once he got in sync, it was uh, it was the same Woody, if, if not better. I, I thought he might have been better. His his breaking ball is getting you know really really good. Uh, he's got a really good feel for it right now. So um, that's getting that's generating a lot of swing and miss for him and generating the strikeouts. I think, but uh, he he handled it well and um, he's in a good place. Anybody else for Craig? He, Craig, he was mad at himself about that bum homer, but that couldn't have been easy to go opposite field on 97. Uh, you know, I mean, just a good swing, I guess, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's probably just mad at the pitch location. I'm sure he didn't he didn't probably exact, put it exactly where he wanted to, but um, uh, yeah, he, he pitched a great game. He, he pitched a great game, and then the, those games like that. Um, you know, they need to be good enough for us to win. We just, we, we ran into the, the, his counterpart doing the same. Hey, Craig, I, I know you've got your own things to worry about, but I was wondering if you heard either before or during the game that um, Albert Pujols was released today, kind of an iconic player in the game, and you don't see stuff like that very often. Well, yeah, Albert's, Albert's a Hall of Famer. Um, uh, Great competitor, phenomenal hitter, um, and so it's you know it, it's it's anytime we the game if the game is losing a player like that, uh, it, it's sad and um, uh, he should be celebrated. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. You know, it's unfortunate that the play of the game has to go to the other team, and I don't I don't like doing that bomb with the uh, solo shot off Woody with one out in the uh, seventh inning. I don't like doing that, so I won't. <laughs> Though... If I was this objective broadcaster, non-biased, uh, I, I would uh, definitely go with that swing of the bat because that uh, turned the tide. But I won't. I'm going to go with Woody Start. That's a great play and play of the game with ABC Audio Video. Uh, Craig Council there saying that Brent Suter, it will be a bullpen game. Game one of a three-game set down in Miami against the Marlins. Um. You just got to troop through this tough times. You know, it's, it's better off building a cushion, a 17 and 10 mark, and then having your first bout of big time adversity, because that's what it is right now. Uh, you've lost five consecutive games and your injured list is just big time. Uh, so I guess to, to build a little cushion there is, is a silver lining. But at some point, you got to turn turn this around. Whether or not people get healthier or not, you're gonna have to turn things around. And hey, maybe it's uh, you know bullpen has been a strength for sure, and they are finding themselves. And Brent Suter is a big part of that. Comes in a two seven ERA, and he will start uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, a little programming note: Rami, um, Evan, you can help me out here. Cody Decker was supposed to be today. That's pushed to tomorrow. Yes, he will be on at 4.05 tomorrow with Rami. Let me add him. Let me add him. Put him up. Put him up. 
You want to be in on the interview, Tim? You can be in Put on the interview up. if you want. Put them up. You just have to Cody. turn on your microphone and you're on the show. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Cody Decker. Um, Does he have beef with Brewers fans? You're not the first to tell me this. I just heard Not that- with fans. I did the research well, on When he this. calls Milwaukee a trash organization, Rami, we do kind of take it territorially. Oh, I didn't. I, I never saw those quotes or heard To those his quotes. credit, I, I did the research on this because I'm a good producer, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. and he was kind of screwed over by the Brewers a little bit. Really? Yeah. They signed By him- the Brewers or by a clubby? By the Brewers. The organization itself. Why? Because they cut him? Well, they signed him to a minor league deal, and they said that he was going to be playing a lot of catcher, primarily catcher, and then some third base for AAA for um, Colorado Springs in 2017. And then spring training, the first couple days he did some catching stuff, and then for a couple weeks after that he didn't. And he kept asking, when am I going to get back catching? And no one would give him an answer. He tried calling the catching coordinator who wouldn't answer his calls. So then <laughs> that's really weird. He gets called into, I don't know if it was the manager or GM's office or someone's office. And he thinks, oh, they're just going to say I'm playing only infield. And they let him go. And they said the reason was because they didn't think his catching was Im- improving enough. And he was like, well, I, I haven't caught. How could it improve? Yeah, I was supposed to get better if you won't let me do it. And they were like, well, the catching coordinator doesn't think it's improved enough. And he was like, I've, he, I've called him and he won't return my calls. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? That's funny. So they cut him. And then, yeah, a clubby <laughs> yeah, took I his do- bag that was full of his equipment that usually you get to take out with you and threw all of his gear onto his chair and took the bag away from wow. him. Wow. Yeah, so I'd be then, pissed too, Tim. I'd be pretty pissed too. Well, I I don't know what to believe. I mean, that's one side of the story. Brett I'm Phillips. I'm sure there's additional details either omitted or just maybe skewed a little bit. Maybe he's just mad at his, uh, oh, I don't know, zero batting average in Major League Baseball. He got wow. up for 12 ABs. Um, yeah, and was 0 for 12. I'll give him credit. Hey, Cody, he if you're listening, have, this is Tim yeah, Allen. This Tim, is not I, the guy you're coming out with tomorrow. He, he does have an RBI in, in the this. big leagues. He, he, he goes down to one of very um, very few players that will end his Major League Baseball career with one RBI. So he did get that. I wonder if he got that baseball, <laughs> put it on his mantle. Listen, Cody's <laughs> a really nice, nice guy. He, I, I've been in contact with him. He's a great well, dude. I just don't like someone getting on the air in Chicago saying the Milwaukee Brewers are, quote, a trash organization. But on Twitter the other day, he gave the Brewers a lot of props for their winning ways. And that they... a baby, Cody. I love that Cody. <laughs> <Decker>. <laughs> yeah. Real easy to win Timmy over. <laughs> yes. Really. Rami, stick around. I want to I want to uh, ask you a couple of questions here. So so sit tight. My and pleasure. We'll, we'll do a Yeah, we'll just do a little kind of um, revisit the past Rami and Tim show in just a second here. So stick around. Uh, Hyundai of West Dallas, uh, there's some cool news regarding Hyundai of West Dallas. For sure, due to such high demand, they want to buy your used car. And the cool thing about this, you don't have to buy a new car from them to sell your car to Hyundai of West Dallas. You can get good money for your used vehicle. Just bring the car in, Hyundai of West Dallas, so they can look it over. It's fair. They'll make you an offer. It's that simple. And by chance if you're looking to upgrade a little bit there's some amazing deals on all new and pre-owned vehicles 
Palisades, Santa Fe's in stock right now, ready to go, ready to roll off the lot when you stop in. Hey, don't forget to say hi to their newest sales rep, Radio Joe Zenzola. Not only will you get a great deal from him, but you can talk about the mess in Green Bay with Rogers or the Brew Crew's injury list. Hyundai of West Dallas is located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas, only 15 minutes from downtown, the airport, or Waukesha. Get Hyundai Assurance from America's Best Warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. Hyundai of West Dallas on Highway 100 or HyundaiWestDallas.com, a part of the International Autos Group where our ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Tell them I sent you over there, Hyundai of West Dallas. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Here's a stat for you. Um... 68% of the hosts on the fan in Milwaukee hate Aaron Rodgers. More on that coming up in just a little while. Just thought I'd throw that fact out there. Wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm just making light of that. I'm very cynical with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. And and Rami and I have a conversation about that. Looking forward to hearing uh, from uh, Rami in just a second here. Brewers fall to zip the final. And uh, they're going to have to turn things around. It's... um, you know, your stopper's out there. You stopper because it stops a losing streak. And tough to stop a, a losing streak when your stopper stops the, you know, the offense to a minimum on the uh, other side, but you don't score anything. That's a tough route to, to go. However, Woody, is, is he elite now? I mean, if he's not, he's about as close as he's going to be without because he is – outstanding and he's on a roll that unlike a a, a lot of uh, years past and a lot of pitchers uh, in a Milwaukee Brewers uniform you almost assume that he's going to go you know a run or two at best and go deep into a game every fifth day and when was the last time we had someone like that that's uh, pretty impressive Brandon Woodruff get a couple of comments from Woody after this loss Brandon, what do you think when you saw uh, Scott coming out there six pitches into the game? Um, it, it, it was it was nothing uh, nothing like arm related or nothing like that. It was just uh, I'd had a blister on my on my top of my foot from a couple outings ago, and and uh, just the, like the um, trying to find the word for it, like the the toe drag, like the the uh, plastic they put over the cleats for pitchers just kind of was like cutting up against my foot and that was it. So um, I immediately told them to, I was good. It wasn't bothering me, but um, I just had to, you know, that, that was it. There was nothing, nothing big. So, but I wasn't expecting them to come out six pitches in. So. Woody, uh, is it hard to take solace in how great you pitched today when it ends like that? I mean, I, I, thought, I don't know if you've seen that pitch on replay, but I don't know how he hit that out to the right field. I, I do. Uh, I served him up. It was not the right pitch. Um, it's tough, man. When You know when, when, when 
Wheeler was he was on his game today, so it was one of those where you got to match him with zeros. And um, I think the pitch I threw right before the home run told me all I needed to know, and I just didn't listen. Um, I just uh, bad pitch and bad execution uh, is kind of what added to that, and that was right into where he likes to hit the ball. So um, that was that was all my fault, and um, yeah, it stinks. I, I mean. Because you know in those type games you want to keep putting up zeros and then because you know it's going to be tough to score off a guy like him who's going so good. So um, look, it's it, we're in the business to win um, and that's what I'm all about. So um, it's just you know build off that, keep going, and just try to keep giving the team a chance to win. Woody, we talked about the San Diego start, you know, first and third and first inning yeah. and then first inning, you know, I two walks and you're able to yeah. give up nothing there. I mean, is yeah. that and yeah. the way that you finished the game, too? Is that a good kind of thing for you to navigate at the start? Um, yeah, it's um, I just I was just barely missing. I just couldn't, you know, get a ball on the plate. And I think once I threw the first one over the plate, it was, you know, then it was it was, you know, go time. So. Um, I just couldn't find the plate the first, you know, few pitches of the game. And then once I did, I was able to, um, uh, kind of settle in and, and start making my pitches and, and, um, you know, start doing what, you know, I, I needed to do. So, um, but it, it's just always one of those things, even though it's first and second with no out, you're one pitch from a double play. So that's, that's the thought in the back of my mind is just make one, one good pitch and, um, you're right out of it. So that's, that's kind of how I went about it, but was able to get a couple of strikeouts and then get out of the inning. So what's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove on the fan. There he is, Brandon Woodruff, after his performance today. Six and two-thirds of one-run baseball, two hits, two walks, and 11 strikeouts. An ERA now, 1.73. That's stud-like. And he's chewing up innings. An ERA like that, high strikeouts. Man, you got to have this guy uh, in, in the Cy Young conversation, don't you? I think you do. For sure. All right. Uh, tomorrow, a, a bullpen game for the crew. It's Brent Suter on the hill for the Brewers. Game one of a three-game set against the Marlins. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Right here, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Uh, it is Trevor Rogers, and he's tough. And we, we found that out last week that uh, – this dude's good young talent. So the Brewers offense has their hands full again. And maybe, just maybe, you will say, see if it's a tight game. Craig Council, change it up just a little bit and go after a run. Just play for a run once in a while if the situation comes up. We'll see. But uh, bigger, bigger picture is the offense as a whole has to get going here. And um, there'll be better days for sure. Rami and Tim reunion after this. So stick around for that. I just want to bounce a, a thing or two off uh, Rami on this Aaron Rodgers thing. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. Uh, despite the outcome, try to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. <laughs>